1: For your shot, I can't go wide on you.
0: i prefer you didn't. so...
1: Okay. This is Penn Sunday School. Started. And
0: to our listening, all major. I guess I'm letting you know you can't juggle song. or anything.
2: <laughs> Here we go! Penn, Penn
3: Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School. I'm Matt Donnelly. We are broadcasting from Show Creator Studio South. And this week, Penn was a booth bunny. Also, I'm filled with Omicron juice, and I just played pickleball. Godot launched his own TikTok called Go Go Godot, and Penn got a new watch and a, and a
1: new iPhone. I do. I have a new—you know I love you, and I also love—I preach and love, you know. I. That's Penn Jillette over there. I got a new, uh, I got a new uh, iPhone. Not a reason on earth to get it. Not a reason on earth.
3: You always want the latest
1: one. My dad used to say, the tie. Is a man's only embellishment. Mm. That was his fashion sense. The only embellishment. That's where you get to express color and style is the tie. Everything else should be dignified. My family buys plastic shit. They buy a lot of shit, right? Yeah. I don't take extravagant trips, I don't drink wine. I don't do drugs. I drive a electric mini, which is a which is a uh, you know luxury car. It's not the cheapest car in the market, but it's also not the horrible uh, Tesla I used to have that was too big and too fancy. I don't buy expensive clothes. I have forty work shirts, as you know. Uh, I buy sweatshirts for my friends. I have sneakers that last me a good amount of time. I wear slippers. Wear the same pair of jeans forever. I wear gym shorts most times, but I do like to have the newest computer equipment. Yeah. And I blame Susan Rice. Susan, <laughs> Susan Rice is a fabulously funny writer. Yeah. I met her when I first got to New York. I just love her. She writes Hallmark, like romance shows type stuff, okay, for TV. Yeah. She's a TV writer, and I love her. And she was buying a new computer in like 1990, and she said, if I were an auto mechanic, I would have the best tools you could get. I'm a writer. I have a really good computer. Now, the fact that I have a computer on my desktop at home that could do um, avatar yeah, yeah, yeah. in real time, yeah. and I'm using it for word processing, is um, stupid. This phone has cinematic quality video. Yeah. I take two videos a year, and they're of the dog jumping high near my son. <laughs> uh, I take selfies with people backstage. This has three focal points. It has, I can do macro photography, you know? I could show you the cells on the head of my dick. I have it right here. Oh, no, thank you. Okay. I don't need anything about this phone. But they put out a new phone, and I buy it. That's not even true. My office buys it that day. (laughs) They buy a new phone for me. They buy a new phone for Teller. They buy a new watch for me. They buy a new watch for Teller. When the new iPad Pro big one comes out, they'll buy a new one for me that day. When the new iMac desktop 27-inch or whatever it is, studio comes out, they'll buy it for me. And then I go through five hours of changing over. That makes me crazy because I want to get everything right. And I yell at the computer guy. I become absolute mania. I got to have my watch by the time I go to the show. And I got to, it'll take, how long is it taking to do a full restore? First, first, unpair your watch. Mm. Now do a full backup of your old phone. How long is that going to, I don't know how long it's going to take, Ben, but you have a lot of stuff on there. How long will, I don't know how long it'll take, Ben. But I would, would it take like I don't know.
3: <laughs> Where are you with this conversation?
1: I'm on the I'm on I'm on text texting with my computer guy. Ah. So that takes like two hours, right? Then I've got to do it the other way, which takes like an hour and a half. Then I've got to repair the new phone uh, repair, not repair.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh the the, the, the the watch with the phone and that takes like 45 minutes and then you go in there and you got to do the passwords and stuff like that makes me crazy and then you gotta he makes me hold on to the old phone because what I want to do is just go ah, I'm dumb with it double it throw it away but he says hold on to it in case something goes wrong ah! I, I don't even mean by, like zombie attack like I have two phones I don't know I all of a sudden decide to deal math I need another phone and this time I got over my computer guy didn't even know this I got over the e sim card by myself. Look at you. Yeah. It said you had to to upload the other one to 16 operating system. Then you put the phone near it and say, it's a really horrible thing because the phone says, do you want me to steal your old phone's soul? (laughs) There's like three things you have to check. It's going to take the SIM card away electronically, not physically. Do you want me to steal its soul? Shall I suck the very marrow from its bones? And you go, yes. Then you go to the other phone and go, is it okay if it sucks the marrow from your phone? And it yeah. goes, do you really want it to take, I've been doing a good job. <laughs> and um,
3: I drink old phone's milkshake.
1: <laughs> so now I'm going to take that old, which is in perfect shape. You know, I don't ever wear, I don't ever use a phone case.
3: Right, I know that. Never. That's crazy.
1: I talk on the phone like 70s gay porn. <laughs> All my electronics are bareback. Yeah. It's the way I ride. Yeah. It's just what I do. I, uh, cause I don't drop it. You know, I'm yeah. saying that tempting fate. Fuck you. God, I don't drop my phone. <laughs> um, so I, I have it here. So now I've got the old one and my, my children, I, I say to them, I got this, uh, iPhone, uh, 13, 13 pro max. Does, does one of you want it? And Zoltan goes, I don't know. I always think it's kind of assholes that have the new phones and the new watches. <laughs> In my social circle, he then adds at the end, uh, I go, uh, yeah. I think if I came into your school yeah. with the new watch and the new phone, uh, I would be an asshole if yeah. I were 15 years old, 16 years old. But can we give me that It's 67 <laughs> years old in a theater with my name on it, yeah. I can have the newest phone, the newest watch. Yeah. I suppose.
3: In fact, the other move is way worse. I, you had someone come by the theater the day and they want to show something on their phone and they had like an iPhone six or whatever. this soon just, like they pulled it out. telling that I both like recoiled at the same time. <laughs> We're like, what is happening? What
1: was that Handsome Jack
3: probably? No, it wasn't. Uh, it was, I, I actually forget the fellow's name. He came in to work on. Uh... Oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, we yeah. won't say his name. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember that moment. What the fuck are you? <laughs> so there is a, an iPhone 13 Pro Max, and there is a Apple Watch Seven that will probably be going up on Facebook.
3: Yeah, something. I still remember because I I would do tricks, uh, do a trick where I brought an iPhone. I don't do it as much anymore. Someone came up with like an iPhone two. It had like the, the big thing on the bottom and everything. Yeah. It was like and just holding it, it was like a different shape entirely. And it was the weirdest time machine moment Yeah, because we all got it. And it was so, so new then. It was the future. It was like, oh my gosh. It was like my Blackberry looked like this crazy dumb thing. Yeah. You know? And I was like, look at this sleek thing I'm holding. And then I held it in my hand. I was like, what is the weirdest time traveling moment ever? I just was like, what a dinosaur.
1: It's amazing how I couldn't get my car play to work. Yeah. And I drove all the way to work trying to do it. Very dangerous driving. I would have been better off drunk. <laughs> and then drove all the way home with Moxie trying to get to work. And finally I sat down and I said, I'm just going to watch TV and not think about getting CarPlay to work. Uh-huh. And uh, Moxie said, this is like crazy ex-girlfriend stuff. You can't get your mind off that. I said, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> so I sat down to watch Yellowstone and yeah. went, but maybe it's the VPN is engaged. And ran out to the garage. <laughs> And and got it working, so it was uh, it was uh, it was. So
3: wait, you're still watching Yellowstone
1: on like repeat or something? No, 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 no. I I hadn't gotten through season four. Oh, okay. so I'm getting through season four. So,
3: okay, okay.
1: There was too much uh, the fancy horse riding, which they're so impressed with. Yeah, made me really uncomfortable.
3: Yeah, it looks like a lot of it.
1: And those animals, I don't think they're treated well. I mean, I know they're they're pampered. But I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not qualified to talk about it. But I am qualified to say this: I don't like watching it. That's it. It's, I'd rather and watch actors shoot and f- fight each other. Yeah. Because they're choosing to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know it's special effects. It's not special effects that makes that horse run in circles. No. I mean,
3: in fact, I think they're very much showing off that they're using real horses doing real horse culture stuff in that show. Yeah. For those moments that when he does fuck them.
1: horse culture. <laughs> so I, I got, I got my car play working. Yeah, and now I'm trying to get my withings to work so it gets my weight on there right. Mm-hmm. I got stuff to do, and all through this show I'm nervous about. It. I got to fix a few more things on my phone, but um, trying to. Uh, last night I was supposed to go. To, I usually go to sleep about two. Yeah, three o'clock. And I'm still going. I wonder what the sleep mode looks like. <laughs> okay, but you know, I I I tell myself that I could be buying a boat. You would have figured out
3: faster if you're watching Billions,
2: because <laughs> <to the world.
3: laughs> every character in that show becomes psychic. Yeah. Every character goes, wait, you were doing this because of this. And they always narrate the other person's plans to yeah. them.
1: <laughs> it's great. Well, they th- Billions postulates a universe where anybody has a plan at all.
3: <laughs> Everyone has a lot of plans on that show. Yeah. And the world works uh, not so chaotic. I wish there were smart billionaires. Yeah. Like, uh, Running
1: the world. Yeah. Yeah. The, we just don't, uh, we just don't have, we don't have plans at all. No. no nobody has any plans at all. Just, uh,
3: it's just, it's uh, just. Even now, did you read the thing about um, precious metals on the seabed? Have you heard about mm, this? Mm. So like everybody wants to go electric with electric cars, right? Yeah, yeah. But the amount of precious metals it takes to go into one single smart car. Mm-hmm. If we, if we multiply that by the amount of people that we want driving electric cars, it becomes a crazy, crazy number. Mm-hmm. So they figured out that. Untouched for hundreds of thousands of years on the seabed of the Pacific are these rocks. And each rock contains an amazing amount of precious metals. And for the very first time in human history, we're thinking about finding ways to pick up all those rocks to make electric car batteries. Wow. And they're like, what will this do to the ecosystem down there? And everyone's like, fuck, we don't know. Like, we have no fucking idea. Pick We've up, never- Picked up a rock. You picked up a rock, but it will create plumes of silt and all this other stuff, and it will do all these other side effects that come with just finding a way to pick up rocks. But, like, they have no clue what it's going to do to the ecosystem down
1: there. Plans. 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 Remember the headline in The Onion when Steve Jobs died? Uh, what was it? Uh, nation Mourns Loss of Last Person Who Knew What the Fuck He Was Doing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I used to argue with my uh, other my comedy partner, Paul Mattingly, who gets wrapped up in YouTube conspiracies. And we talked about alien stuff. And I said, You can't hold a press conference to go, I don't know. Like, that's right, what. Right. The, and that's exactly what we did a year ago. The Pentagon finally released all this stuff. And they showed all this footage. And the press kept going, like, well, What is that? And they were like,
1: uh, We don't know. That's what the U means. <laughs> If it was I-F-O, <laughs> identified flying object, that's a balloon, that's an airplane, yeah. that's a bird, yeah. that's Superman, that's the I-F-O list. <laughs> UFO list is entirely, oh, oh, oh. when that gets to be an I, I'll
3: tell you what it is. Sir, that looks crazy. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> that does look nuts.
1: I uh, just got this in from Michael Goodot. Oh. <clears throat> We are still waiting on a truck repair. (laughs) Should be done Monday. We are here through Monday anyway, so we are driving a loner car. We should be heading to the Grand Canyon Tuesday. We caught another snake, but this one was in the house. As you might expect, there was some screaming involved. (laughs) We are in the ghost town of Jerome, Arizona. No ghosts, lots of tourists.
2: Uh.
3: For those
1: of you who hunger for Michael, Michael Godot sent me a video. Yeah. Was it Michael Godot watching some great piece of art? No. <laughs> Michael Godot handling a snake that was about to strike. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, get, get back a little bit. Get back a little bit, Emily. It looks like he's angry. He's angry because you picked him up, Godot. <laughs> Put him down, come home. Put down the snake, come home. That's my advice to Michael Godot.
3: <laughs> but if you want to see Godot handle snakes and other things, follow go go godot. Go go Godot on TikTok.
1: Everybody knows how to spell Godot, right? I think so. By
3: now you should look it up. Uh,
1: too many vowels. Yeah. G O U D E A U. Yeah. What other name do you know what's Not U's like in the it?
3: play good Gu- waiting no. for Godot. Don't go there.
1: Don't even think about that.
3: But the very very Frenchy, very Frenchy every vowel you can think of pronunciation. Yeah. used for no reason. And it was his his daughter is the one setting it up and using it, so it's actually going well. Because <laughs> I believe he got his own Twitter account uh, hacked.
1: So you are uh, you you you've been uh, the blood shot up the dropper's neck, and you feel just like Jesus' son.
3: That's right. That's you right.
1: just got your uh, vaccine. Yes, I got my fifth. Five, five vaccines. Three documented cases of COVID. <laughs> you yeah. have.
3: You have the most impressive COVID collection I, have, I know. Fuck you, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, I got it And they said, well, you want a flu shot too? And I said, aren't you supposed to not do that at the same time? And they like, looked at me like I asked the dumbest question in the world. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, give me both then.
1: I got missed for the flu. Did you? I went to the uh, podiatrist. No, pediatrician. Yeah. I knew it was a P word with physician in it. What's, my- what's a doctor for children's feet? Yeah. Oh, pedophile. (laughs) Because Mox really doesn't like shots. Yeah, yeah. Zoltan doesn't care. And I also took my mother-in-law. We all went to the uh, pediatrician and all breathed the mist. And I guess the mist is as good as a shot.
3: That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. I know for the flu shot, at least, yeah. They say it's just as effective.
1: So um, I went in and got mine. How do you feel after getting those
3: uh, good. My love, uh, they, they said, do you want them both arms or just one arm? And I was mm-hmm. like, what? I've, I've no one prepped me for this, this, what's the, the difference between decisions and
1: choices? No uh, choice and, and option. <laughs> choice and option. Yeah. yeah. One, uh, one choice, two options, <laughs> not two choices. One choice, two options. That's it.
3: I hadn't considered it. And I quickly said, well, I guess one on each arm, right? No, no, no. One of, you, cause you only, well, cause they're going to be sore. You can do one in, you can do two in one arm and then just one arm's sore. I said yes. Okay, I'll, let's do that. I'm testing it right now. It's sore, but not incredibly sore.
1: I on all those questions, yeah. I just say to the person, "What do smart people say?"
3: <laughs> oh, do that. That's smart. I think I said, "What does everybody do?" Which is the wrong question. Right. Asking the person, "What do smart people do?" is a much better way to go mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. That's going to improve my life significantly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do that on everything. Yeah. You want Jimmy's on your vegan ice cream? What do smart people do? <laughs> smart people. They get the chocolate ones, not the multicolored sprinkles. Yeah, yeah. I'm down like a clown. <laughs>
3: do you want to start an S Corp or an LLC? <laughs> what do smart people
1: do? Yeah. What a, when, I, when we first went to get a business manager, yeah. they said, do you want to play percentage or hourly? And I said to the business manager, uh, do you have any clients that aren't in show business? I know you have Guns and Roses. I know you have a bunch of people in show business. Do you have any clients that aren't in show business? He said, we have a few. I said, what are they? They said, corporate bankers. I said, what do they do? They said, well, they all pay hourly, but most of our showbiz people, are, we, we'll be paying hourly. <laughs> but Axel Rose, no, mm. no, no, no. <laughs> no. You see, the way the showbiz people figure it is then they pay more money when they have more money and they pay less when they have less. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt. I said, no, 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 no. Nope. Nope. The Axel Rose financial logic? No. <laughs> As a matter of fact, if I know your name, yeah. I don't want any financial advice from you. Yeah. Whether you're Bruce Willis, whether you're Axel Rose, whether you're Jeff Goldblum, no financial advice. If you own a bank and I don't know your name, I want your financial advice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Except-
1: yeah. So what do the smart people do for the shots? Yeah. What's what's strange is that the
3: Omicron variant boosters came out like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm actually ashamed at how long it took me to get it.
1: Yeah. I got it like the day.
3: Yeah. And that's, I thought I would do that too. And then all of a sudden I didn't. And I was like, oh, e- everyone's falling into this lull.
1: I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I dutifully had my card that they fill in. Yeah. And I gave it to her and she said, this card is full. You've gotten more vaccines (laughs) than the CDC ever intended a person to get. (laughs) You have gotten shots. And you know, and Kramer, my buddy Kramer, uh, who played with me in the band, Captain Howdy, and also, by the way, great records coming out. Look up Kramer at uh, Shimmy Disc. Shimmy Disc Kramer, incredible music. Yeah. He, he's a delicate thing. He, he 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 was down for a day with the uh, with the new shot.
3: Oh, I was so excited! I mean, uh, uh, before Omicron, the first one was so effective, right? And so, mm-hmm. and then the Omicron thing became a, this this really sticky wicket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and and months ago, you did
1: that in honor of the Queen, didn't you? I did, I did.
3: May she rest God in peace. Goddamn
1: fucking pen. <laughs> Poor bastard. Your mother dies, you lose your job, you've got another job you can't handle, they give you a pen that explodes in your hand, and then video you while you're frustrated. (laughs) At that point, when that video, I didn't watch the video, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a moral thing with me. When that video goes around the world, everybody's watching it, that's when we just destroy the internet. Yeah. Poor fucking bastard. I mean, I don't approve of him, of him having a king. I right, don't. right. But still, poor bastard. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> oh, I just, just months ago, I was like desperate to get an Omicron vaccine. Yeah. Then it came and I suddenly dragged my heels. Yeah. I'm not happy, but it's weird. It was
1: dragged weird. your heels like those horses running too fast on Yellowstone. Makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, the horses, they want to do that. I, this is the sentence that goes through my head. Yeah. Okay. I was once watching a trained dog act with a person who knew a lot about show business mm-hmm. and he leaned over to me and said, that act cannot be taught with kindness. <laughs> I'm watching those horses and going, can you do that with kindness? Can you make a horse run in circles with kindness? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. 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 But you think you're going to be okay? You get your flu shot? Got my flu shot. Yeah. And then, uh. And you've gotten your shingles shot or you're not old enough? I
3: don't know. I think I should get it. Someone who's younger than me just got shingles, so mm. on so that variation alone.
1: Everybody I know that's gotten shingles has yeah. not enjoyed it.
3: And they've all been like, get the goddamn va- shingles vaccine. Yeah. So that'll just be next on my list, I
1: think. Yeah, get the shingles vaccine. Yeah. And get if they, anything they'll give you, get it.
3: Yeah. Get monkeypox. I, I don't know if I can get it at the same time, but I was,
1: I I was going to get
3: monkeypox just because. Sure, sure. Because you like, know Provenza. <laughs> exactly. Might as well get the monkeypox vaccine. I just said, you just end up in close proximity to a lot of people. Uh, when you were gay orgies. Yes. Yeah. Because I went shopping at the national food market. Yeah. <laughs> but then they were like worried about the actual supply. 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 So I was like, oh, I'm not going to take yeah. away from the actual I supply would. chain. Of
1: so you got your shots and yeah. uh, you went to Disneyland? I did. I went your back. children still like Disneyland? My children still like it. There's a, a wonderful, wonderful moment that'll happen in your life. I'm at. It's a wonderful moment. The children go, fuck Disney. Oh. oh, it's glorious. Yeah. It's glory. My children came back pretty quickly. Of course, you have your history. Well, that's it. So, so I was laughing. I wasn't even
3: thinking about that. It's my second time there with my children. Mm-hmm. You went down a slide
1: with them and I, came out live?
3: I, I did. I went down Splash Mountain with them on this one. Uh-huh. So yes, the thoughts crossed my mind i actually said i actually talked to my wife the night before quickly any new listeners uh my wife passed away at disney world no no yeah not that word i'm sorry you said my wife passed away (laughs) (laughs) freudian slip yeah insurance policies uh my mother when i uh, when i was five died of a heart attack at disney world Mm-hmm. And was and was funny is that I was with my friend. We, well, that's funny enough. I mean, it's hilarious. It's funny on top of yeah, that? the cherry on the sundae. <laughs> we were walking. We we took uh, friends of ours and just making casual conversations. I know you grew up on the East Coast. Is Disney World as was as exciting to you and your family growing up as, it, as as it is here? And I laughed and I said, "I'm sorry," because what's so funny? I said, uh, "Okay, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to feel horrible, and I'm going to tell you, don't feel horrible. You had no control over this question. You just asked me." And he said, what? And I said, just tell me. You won't feel horrible when I tell you the information. And he said, yeah. I said, I don't know, because my mom died there when I was five. And so we never went back.
1: Well, this is, I got to tell you, yeah. this is a tribute to yeah. Disney marketing. That you've gone back twice. Even nope, you um. can't stay away from Disney. He went to my kids. What are we God saying? I fucking hate Disney. I don't want Matt Donnelly to go to Disney. I'll kill his fucking mom right at Disneyland when he's in her arms. That'll stop him from going. Nope. Just, just
3: Walt laughing and smoking a cigar and blowing in God's face.
1: <laughs>
3: Told you he'd still go. <laughs> I
1: was
3: like I was like, I had I had Donnelly was never going there again, and then Disney bought Star Wars and everything <laughs> changed.
0: Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average, based on twenty percent below average MSRP from all twenty twenty-three Grand Cherokee Overland four by e and Summit four by e models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by four one. Jeep is a registered trademark. So you you're
3: at Disneyland. I'm at Disneyland. Now do your uh, do your boys know? They do. Okay. And that doesn't seem to bother them at all. <laughs> Let's go where Grandma died. In fact, in fact, they were in earshot of the conversation we were, I had was having with my friend. Huh. So, yeah, that doesn't bother them at all.
0: We never met her. Fuck her. <laughs>
3: <laughs> precisely, precisely. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, we went there. That Star Wars thing. I don't even I'm not even into Star Wars. They did an incredible job. It's a really crazy.
1: You can also like live Star Wars for like three days yes in florida
3: yeah the florida when you can go and they you you are you get like weird you hand over your cell phone and they give you a communicator and you just get immersed in the world and you interact with people sometimes i'm just on a one-on-one basis
1: you know how much i want to do that <laughs> it's like escape rooms is there a chair <laughs> i'll sit here for an hour <laughs> can i read uh, <laughs> um, and we went, t- I don't like activities with friends. Can I just tell you that? Okay. I don't like activities. I don't like to, uh, you know, Rob Pike. Yeah. Rob Pike. When I first became friends with Rob in the eighties, Yeah. he called me up and did this socially awkward thing that I've always respected so much. He called me up and said, um, Hey, I'm going to be in the city this weekend. You want to get together? And I said, yeah, what do you want to do? You want to, you want to see a movie? You want to go to dinner? He said, no, I, I would like to sit and talk with a friend. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice. You know, sometimes Piff comes over my house and we sit and talk. Yeah. And we had that going away party for Godot. Yeah. We sat in the backyard and talked.
3: Oh, that was great.
1: It was just great. It made Godot feel even worse. <laughs>
3: That's But that's all, I, yeah, it's truth. I always said, like, because we can't always be holding a glass of our favorite beverage and already listening to a friend tell a great story, mm-hmm. we have entertainment and other things to divert yeah, our yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is the truth. It is, yeah. Like, my favorite part, even when I was a kid and doing improv, I got to do shows every Friday and Saturday night at 15, 16, 17 years old, every weekend, packed houses in my little town, got to feel like a rock star. My memories are still at the diner afterward. Yeah. It just loved sitting around, closing out a coffee shop or something like that. Sitting, Love.
1: sitting, sitting with friends at a Jersey diner yeah. at three a.m. with a grilled cheese and bacon. Yeah, maybe a milkshake. Right, and some tater chips. Yeah, uh, just laughing. And then someone has a funny story. Yeah, what the fuck? As long as you're doing that, <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. Yeah, I remember once uh, having tea with Gilbert Gottfried, and he said something so funny, I actually spit tea all over the Waldorf Astoria. <laughs> <laughs> it was about people mugging yeah. the guy who played Robin on Batman and Robin, <laughs> Burt Bert Ward, and the muggers going, we're going to get some of that Batman money. <laughs> okay, but... Okay, yeah. so what was Disneyland like? Well, the, the strange thing was
3: Pat on a Tuesday. We went on a Tuesday. Tuesday's and- the double COVID special. <laughs> and That's what it's like, because the kids went off on Monday and we took them to the beach. Mom didn't die at the
1: beach. So that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Today, children, we're going to go to all places that your grandmother didn't die. <laughs> Will there be pie? Yes. <laughs> she did not die from pie
2: <laughs>
1: so yeah
3: and so he's like oh we'll just keep him out of school for another day and do it because that's what rich kids did when i was growing up and i was like i never got to do what the rich kids did you know <laughs> like when i was at a holy cross grammar school I'd be like raise a hand in the middle of the teacher talking and be like can i have all my homework for next week because my parents are taking me to italy you know stuff like that would happen to me so
1: it's like well mox yeah. used just ask me um if I have all A's and it's okay, I get an excuse from school to have the day off. Can I fly to Portland, Oregon, and see Twenty One Pilots? <laughs> These are questions awaiting me. I
3: know it. Yeah. What grade's Mox in? Uh, senior. Okay, so yeah. Ooh. come come March April. Oh, the amount of things that are going to prevent Mox from attending school. <laughs>
1: uh yeah M- mox said if i ever get this car i said mox get a driver's license i give you the car that's other people have to work at hot dog on a stick for like two years to get an old junk car yeah. you can have this car get your fucking driver's license pass a goddamn test <laughs> mox says oh, it's, it's it's hard it's a hard test yeah. I said, i did it she said, you have your own show. You can do other things I can't do. I said, this is a different thing than driving. Okay, go on, Disneyland.
3: Uh, oh, and I just, the, 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 uh, the Star Wars stuff is crazy. Like, they have a ride that makes you feel like you're in the middle of a movie. And it's like, I've never seen a
1: ride like it. They've done an amazing but job. But the
2: movie
1: is <laughs> it's, it's Just people that were in concentration camps talking about how yeah. horrible it was. Yeah. No, it was
3: good. It was, I was very surprised at how packed it was on a Tuesday. But I guess, like, more people are going there than ever.
1: You know that Stephen Banks, you know, uh, Billy the Mime? Yeah. You know his son designed the Star Wars thing? Really? The ride
3: at Disneyland, yeah.
1: It's insane. He's an Imagineer.
3: Ah. I've never, like, I got off it, and like it's like, that was fun. I was like, you'll, you've, I was like, there's no time machine, but you've never, there's never been a ride like this before. You know, it's not like a crazy up and down ride, but there's It's like when characters.
1: you, uh. Like when you get on a little car that makes a lot of noise and it goes in and a clown that smells like bad dry cleaning pops out at you. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> it's a lot like that. Yeah. They
3: did have interactive actors and this woman was a, a, a nasty enemy and she was bullying us into the interrogation room. Mm-hmm. And as I walked by her, I just whispered, I'll miss you as <laughs> I go in. And she goes, That makes one of us. She mm-hmm. had a line right there waiting yeah. for me. I like that stuff. that was a little, little appreciation like
1: that. you did not do the uh the cats thing. no no <laughs>
3: you're a California resident actor <laughs> You're a local hire you're a grown woman. you're a grown woman wearing a weird movie hat. Have you thought about getting a job <laughs> <laughs> and it was really good. It was really good. I had a really good time. It was nice to go through it. Kids like it. I think therapy and stuff works. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I injured myself later this, this within the week.
1: When, in, when I hear injured yourself, yeah. it means kicked in the nuts. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. So my, I was invited to play pickleball. Oh, pickleball. I read about pickleball in the New York Times. Yeah. I also know that my wife played it a couple times. Yeah. What is pickleball? It's tennis, right? It's giant ping
3: pong more than it's tennis. Mm-hmm. You use goofy paddles and a goofy ball. Mm -hmm. uh with a tent on a tennis court but the court's a little smaller but there are no pickles no pickles it's the weirdest named thing i mean i guess supposedly not weirder than football right
0: goofy uh, brand uh, paddles is also a weird name
3: (laughs) 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 and uh all i read about pickleball is old people injure themselves Mm -hmm. and so then i'm playing my first game of pickleball it goes fine and i play my second game and i hear a i hear it from my calf my calf made that noise to me. And, uh, and then I felt a lot of pain. And I was like, oh no, I'm one of the old guys in the article.
1: And you, uh, do you there's a lot of running involved.
3: Yeah, you got to move a lot. It is a lot. It's, it's clever. Here's where, here's where pickleball is clever. Who were you playing against? It was all, all, a bunch of people from uh, Sarah's, uh, from Absinthe. Mm-hmm. There's all the Spiegel worlds. You're not certain, playing
1: against fucking acrobats.
3: I am playing against oh, you're acrobats. Oh, you fucking idiot. Exactly. Yeah. Because even played against me. <laughs> even when I heard the... I, I should say, I played five games. I lost all of them. Mm-hmm. So yes, I was playing against acrobats. But one of them, I was, I was limping a and little not,
1: bit. not one of them from the United States, right?
3: Uh, no. Right. Nope. And, and uh, one of the acrobats saw me limping. He's like, what happened? And I said, I heard a... And he goes... Walk it off. <laughs> he goes... From the top of
1: the calf or the bottom of the calf?
3: I said, top. He goes, good. <laughs> He's like, oh, good. That's a relief. What
1: he really meant was from your calf or from my calf? <laughs> good.
3: <laughs> but I guess I have slightly torn the calf. And so I'm wearing a brace underneath my jeans right now and everything else. Yeah. What do they- you I mean in everything else? Underneath your skin too? Yes. <laughs> pickleball is cleverly designed for people who aren't as, as le- athletic to keep up with people who are. Like the rules are made <laughs> so that like you can't take full advantage of your athleticism. And I think that's why it's so popular. Uh. Like you can't go, there's a line and you can't go all the way up to the net because if you were just a tall, very athletic person, you just stay at the net and just win all mm-hmm. the time. But you're not allowed to do that. You have to wait for it. And so there's a couple other weird rules like that that keep it competitive for like schlubby people like me to keep up with you.
1: Just you still lose. Yeah, oh yeah, I still lost every game. Like ping pong against Piff. (laughs) I was playing against Piff,
3: and he does these crazy serves where the ball goes in weird directions after he hits it over. Mm. And he finally he like scored three in a row or something on me. And I said, "Okay, if you were me, how would you try to return this serve?" (laughs) And he goes, "I don't know. What do
1: smart people do?" (laughs) I will tell you the answer to that. Yeah, smart person while you were playing ping pong, yeah, sitting there having a carbonated beverage. (laughs) (laughs) Not playing ping pong,
3: (laughs) that's true. That's true.
1: Listening to uh, John Archer, yeah, by Buddy Holly on ukulele, that was amazing. I love that. John Archer's great, John Archer, yeah. I mean, he
3: seemed like a great guy, and then we got to hang with him, and he was such a great guy, yeah. So that was really uh, good.
1: You can find John Archer, he he, what's he he has this weird name for it, right? Buddy Holly, and the oh,
3: yeah, I don't remember the name though.
1: I don't know, anyway, John Archer. If you do a search for John Archer, ukulele magician, you'll probably find it. <laughs> yeah,
3: you'll probably find everything in.: it. I wish
1: I had my bass. I would have played with John Archer, not being as frightened as I was with Jeff Hamilton.
2: Yeah, yeah, Jeff yeah. Jeff Hamilton, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, any more uh, improv shows? No, no
3: more. Uh, I'm about to hit the road again. I'll be in San Diego at the Prestige Theater, September 22nd to the 25th. Mm-hmm. Then I'm hosting a show at the Boathouse Theater in South Lake Tahoe at Valhalla Tahoe is the name of the, the kind of resort there, and they have a theater there. And uh, R.J. Owens and Steve Branham will be opening for me. We'll be doing a 90-minute magic show up They'll there. They'll be opening for me. Listen to you. Yes. They booked me. I said, "I can I have openers? <laughs> they said, yes. <laughs> so I padded my own show. So, yes, they're opening for me. We're, we are literally going in order of reverse in experience. <laughs> the most experienced person going first, and then R.J., and then me. But it's it should be a fun show up there, and then I can head out to uh, Second Bell Festival in Tennessee, the thirtieth uh, and the first November.
1: We are going. Uh, we are flying Wednesday to do a corporate show in Boston, and uh, then we are flying right from Boston early in the morning to go to be in uh, in uh, Mystic Lake Casino in Minnesota. Now, when you hear this, that I am getting up at. Um, 8am yeah. on a Friday morning yeah. to fly from Boston to Minnesota to do a show, that will tell you how much we're getting paid to do the show Thursday night in Boston.
3: <laughs> saying, even you saying you're doing a corporate show in Boston. I was like, that's got to be money.
1: Uh, then I, we fly to do Mystic Lake in Minnesota, which I have a lot of friends in Minnesota, as you know, and we'll be doing that. And then it just gets crazy because we're going over, I guess I can't talk about this. We're going over to uh, Britain to do a television show, Ah. just one day. And, uh, that'll be, I think a big hairy deal, but probably can't be talked about. Okay. But we are playing, uh, which can be talked about on October 7th, we're playing, um, Thousand Oaks. Nice. Thousand Oaks and then I got a lot of stuff coming up on October 11th. Well, October 11th. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to be uh, More. I'm going to be doing a lot of book signings. There's a book event October 17th in Marin. There's a book event on October 20th in Jersey. Where in Jersey? Uh, I don't know. I'll That's, see if it pops up. Yeah. New Jersey book event.
2: There you go.
3: That's
1: the same day we do the Today show. Oh, nice. Thursday, October 20th will be on the Today Show. Oh, we did Booth Bunny stuff.
3: That's, I was curious about you. You're talking about Booth
1: Bunny. Yeah, we um, are good friends. We don't have an ad from them today, but our good friends at Masterclass. Oh, yeah. They're the the best corporation we've worked with. Mm -hmm. It's so together. They don't have an incompetent person there. I guess they watch the Masterclass and learn how to be good at whatever they do. (laughs) I mean, they should have a Masterclass at running a fucking company. Yeah. They do a really, really good job. So they had a, uh, at the human resources uh, thing, there's a human resources convention. Yeah. Can you imagine the number of sticklers there? (laughs) Sticklers. Yeah. Uh, So the woman picked us up at the elevator and as we were walking there, I said, this is a human resources convention? She said, yes. I said, this whole huge convention, if you be able to run human resources? She said, yes. I said, probably not a good place to say cunt. She said, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we walked in. They have a beautiful booth. And we were there to do two magic tricks and then sign. And they had a microphone set for me. They had the whole thing nice there. We were there for like an hour and a half, treated perfectly. Wow. And I'll tell you, This is how you can tell someone's got it together. When they give you things to sign, and those things are dark in color, and they have silver markers, and the silver markers are new, but they've already primed them. Ah, You know, they just, everything right.
3: That's everything. Everything right. Then they
1: had a little package they gave us of gifts. Yeah. They gave us like uh, uh, AirPods and little speakers and then little, it was made so you could set up a speaker and AirPods to take your master class on your phone. Yeah. I was going to bring you that card. They also gave a card for more master classes. Oh, nice. It was um, really wonderful. And I also, you know, one of our goals before we went off-Broadway, mm. which led to Broadway, which led to everything. Teller and I had a career path that we were that we were planning out rather seriously yeah. uh, with Johnny Thompson. We had Johnny Thompson's career path, and we wanted to do cruise ships, and we wanted to do corporate shows, and we wanted to do Booth Bunny stuff. Conventions. Conventions. We wanted to do uh, these big conventions. We want to be hired by, but we have friends that do this. Uh, Scotty Mell, Katrina, whose last name no one knows. And uh, Michael Godot does them sometimes. Yeah. And uh, the passing zone, but they don't do as much convention stuff. That's what we're our, that was our plan. Yeah. To go out. Our plan was to do exactly what we we're doing the other day at Masterclass, except all the time. Right. Instead of just a, it was really fun. I really liked them. What, what two hunks did you do? We did um, we did uh, cups and balls mm-hmm. and egg bag. Nice. So you know, street material. As, as tellers said, here we are performing in the streets again. But uh, we got a good sized crowd and it went very well. Then a lot of people getting autographs afterwards. Teller and I do something I don't think people like, but we do it anyway. Uh, when we have to sign autographs, they have, you know, eight by tens or they're actually a little smaller pictures of us, right, that say master class on them. And they've gotten those on nice cardstock, glossy. And we sign them and a person comes up, shake their hand. They stand between us, they get a photo, and we give them a signed autograph. And we're signing it while they're coming up. Well, Teller and I are both a little bit procrastinators. So when we sit down, while they're still organizing the line and stuff, we start signing. Uh. So we are probably 15 cards ahead Uh. signing. So the person comes up, we do sign a card or two while they're walking up. Then we say, take anyone from the pile, because the ink's already dry. And they go, oh. So it's not the one we signed for them. Ah. Oh. It's the one we signed 35 seconds before. Slight them. delay. Slight delay.
2: Yeah, And uh,
1: But then Teller, because Teller's brilliant, and also Teller can write, and I can't. Right. As they were walking up, he would look at their name tag, pull one of the old ones out, and write above it their name. That's solved all. Very helpful. That was good thinking there. Because then they know who they are. Yeah. And then they're not mad at us for being ahead. And then we finished everybody there and Teller said, we've got another 20 signed in case you need them for anybody.
3: Oh, look at that. Goody two-shoes. That's better. That's hanging the lantern on it. That's good work right there. Yeah.
1: So we acted like we did it not to get our work done early, (laughs) but rather to accommodate them in the future. Do you think
3: what's the, do you think cups and bowl, What have you done the most? What routine do you think you've done the most? Oh
1: Jesus! Well, needles I would say. Yeah, needles goes before Penn and teller.
3: Right, because that was just from a street act yep. all the way through. Right, probably needles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All
1: right. But we've uh, we've done a lot. You of You don't things do needles. He does needles. Right. <laughs> I had a, I had to watch the goddamn thing. <laughs> i would probably seen that thing four or five times. <laughs> When I can't avert my eyes to go to the bathroom or have a snack or something. No
3: way. More than, because the days you were just sitting there drinking tea, you had to watch it. Oh, the times. tea drinking
1: is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we used to think it was really funny or interesting for us to stand stage during the solo numbers. Yeah, yeah. So we each had a little chair yeah. and a little table. And when I would do a solo number, teller would sit there and we'd have, we each had a pot of tea. We'd sit there drinking tea. We thought it was a eccentric and funny thing to do. You're right, by the way.
3: Mm-hmm. That is. If I'm at a Renaissance fair and that's what the, the duo does, mm-hmm. I would find that peculiar and interesting.
1: Yeah. And it was also in our, in our full evening show. So yeah. you, we never left stage. We'd come out at the beginning. Yeah. And then uh, there'd be a solo number and Teller would just sit down and watch. Yeah. There's a video of those early shows. Yeah. Someone, I think it was Handsome Jack, yeah. pulled it up and said, um, while Teller's doing Needles, Watch that he does less activity than you do when you're drinking tea. Behind, <laughs> Cross my legs, uncross my legs, push my hair back, put my glasses up, pull my glasses down, adjust my glass, adjust my tie, adjust my shirt, pour some more tea, look at the tea, stir the tea, take the tea, drink a little bit of the tea, put it down, pour some more in, adjust the tie. Scratch your nose, scratch your nose again, scratch your ear. Now scratch your eyebrow, now adjust your tie. Now... That's what's going on the whole time. It would be great Teller now if
3: you guys, in your modern show, put your modern dressing rooms like there. So like you could listen to music or practice Spanish yeah. while Teller's doing it. <laughs> and Teller just be furiously returning emails
1: yeah. and watching yeah. footage. And- Teller does. When I'm on stage, yeah. I've never had the nerve to do this. Yeah. Teller will go into the monkey room. Yeah. He will get a sandwich. Yeah. He will sit down answering his emails while eating the sandwich and trust the crew to tell him when it's time for him to go back on. He will come on stage finishing a sandwich. Teller eats for the whole show. Teller and Piff both eat for the whole show. Teller eats jelly beans, yeah. eats a donut, eats Doritos. All those are on stage. <laughs> then he was backstage as a sandwich. I would think you'd have enough sustenance yeah. in your system to get through a 87-minute show.
3: Well, I remember as a stage manager I tried to deal with the star of 50 shades, the parody had to wolf like cheddar popcorn at one point during the show. Mm-hmm. He said, I need to do it for energy. And then, well, everyone was complaining about this weird cheddar breath for the second half of the show. And he's like, well, I need it for energy. And in my head, I was like, the show is 70 minutes. <laughs> like just, there's no way you can like energy for that.
1: And also it's not being converted to energy in that amount of time. <laughs>
3: yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And scientifically it's just, it wasn't true.
1: I mean, the only thing you would really be able to get energy from is you smoke crack backstage. <laughs> and then you would get that energy pop right away. But the, the breath thing is still a concern. Yeah, it certainly is. Because <laughs> you have no teeth and no saliva. <laughs> so we've already talked about all the shows coming up. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about this much, but I'm going to mm. just say it. There's these guys. You heard of these guys named Rob and Ramesh? Yes. Rob and Ramesh are two comics yeah. from England. Yeah. And they go around the world learning different skills.
3: Yes, 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 yes. And yes,
1: Rob yes. and Ramesh came to Vegas mm-hmm. in order to learn a pen and teller trick. Ah. So for the past week, they have been learning lift off to love ah. to perform it. So, um, we have we'll have Rob and Ramesh stories coming up when that airs. Excellent, excellent. When that airs, really wonderful guys, yeah, wonderful, yeah. interesting guys, and uh, we had a uh, we had a good time doing that.
3: Now what was it was on The liftoff rig was uh, you know brought up to speed.
1: And well, it, and, uh, I will say we did it in 2017 on the uh, James uh, Corden? Cameron Gordon show, not James Cameron. He doesn't have a show. Yeah, yeah. A James Corden show, and so he has a masterclass though. What's that? James Cameron. As a masterclass. <laughs> so they're watching the video. And they are guys in their late twenties, I guess. Yeah. And the, the act is pretty physical. And they said, uh, they said during it, they said, How old are Penn and Teller when they're doing this? And they said, Well Teller's 67. And they went, Oh, I I feel a lot worse about not being physically able to do it. <laughs> And then the guy picked up the box and said, How old is Penn? And they said, Penn's 60 in this. And they said, He's reaching around it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That made us feel pretty good. 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 Yeah, yeah. Anything else for everybody? No, I just. I make a motion to be accepted as red. Do <laughs> I get a second? Ready, ready? Did you have anything? Katrina's last name is Spong Ranch, pretty sure. That's <laughs> Spong Ranch. <laughs> that was Penn Sunday School. That was Penn Sunday School. Cha, cha, cha. You become naked! Yeah, she's from a Scandinavian country, and her last name is Sprang Hansen. Spawn Hansen. Spawn Hansen. I thought she's from Zimbabwe, you know? Zimbabwe, somewhere like that. Oh, you know we love you. Hey, Matt.
3: Matt. Yes, yes. Matt,
1: Matt, Matt. Matt? Yes. Matt. Yeah. Matt, you got me to thank? I
3: do. Uh, The following people support us at slash pen. If you want to be part of the exclusive random virtual book stop, get on Patreon and you can talk about uh, his book with pen.
1: I want to thank. We're going to do that, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Of all the book stuff, that's stuff I'm looking forward to the most. It'll be fun talking to these people. Eric Dobell. Michael Torbay,
3: Ilan Lee, Jacob McCulley, Kelsey Johnson, Nicole Martin, Crazy Cat Lady Scoop, Nick Hemsing, Music Man, Jamie Thrasher, Rachel Hawkins, Jake Schneider, Pete Hoke, Kelly McCauley, Jeremy Davidson, Robin Garnett, Ovi Demetrian Jr., Jeremy R22, Winter Rierkowski, Kristen Kledik, Michael Cohen, Dr. Scoop Little, Joe Mostrangelo, Jeremiah Jenkins, Matt, the mindler, upcoming shows at MindNoodler.com. I don't know who changed their name to my plug, but I appreciate it. Jesse Miller, Alexander Hoffman, Danny Olwine. Hold for a moment while the page loads. Julian Webb, Sean Magruder, Steve Volcano, Jim, the now 24 yearly performances naked magician. Okay, thank you for that update.
0: Scooped Mids and Paul McBride. Thank you.